The Coca-Cola Company, Cure Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo are bringing consumers more choices with less sugar than ever before. In fact, nearly 60% of beverages sold contain zero sugar. Visit balanceus.org to learn more. Introducing the Dunkin' Run, a dollar donut with any medium coffee. A whole new era of... I'm going on a Dunkin' Run. You want anything? Yeah, maybe a jelly donut and an iced coffee. You got it. Wait, actually, glazed donut and a hot coffee. Mm. Okay, back on track. Make it a Dunkin' Run. Get a $1 donut with any medium coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Exclude specialty donuts and fancies. Offer valid on medium or larger coffees. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. For wisdom and not reason When you pray Let his name be your petition When you pray When you pray Oh, when you pray Pray, pray God, show us the way Show us Search the air. 
Battle-ready prayer. Praises be to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Holy One of Israel, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I give you thanks and praise for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. I give thanks for a mind to pray, a heart to seek your face, and authority to bring my members into subjection. I thank you for this moment and the opportunity that each day brings. I know that each day is special, and I am empowered with unlimited potential. There are no ceilings on my life, obstacles that cannot be overcome, or barriers that can stand in my way. In fact, this is the greatest day of my life, and I am free to exercise all of the gifts and talents you have blessed me with. My hopes and dreams can manifest today, and I approach this moment with great expectation for miracles, breakthrough, and deliverance. I stand before you, Lord, naked, offering no excuses or justifications for my shortcomings and weaknesses. I come, Lord, seeking your standard and not those of men. I pray that you will forgive me my sins, known and unknown. Forgive every thought, deed, action, motive, or intent of my heart that is not lined up with your word, your will, or your calling and purpose for my life. Please forgive secret faults and uproot any seed of discontent that has been planted in my life. Forgive me, Lord, if I have held back the tide, and give me a heart to restore every person that I have wronged. Just as you forgive me, I forgive those that have wronged me, and I let go of any art, bitterness, or ill will that I have held in my heart. I will not allow sin and bitterness to cut off the flow of blessings into my life. I repent right now in the name of Jesus, and I receive the power of the blood to cleanse me from all iniquity. I come before you, Lord, with a heart that is after your own, and a mind that has stayed on you. I thank you, Lord, for saving me from myself and the consequences of sin. I surrender, Lord, and give you total and complete reign over my life. I willingly submit to you in thanksgiving and praise. I thank you, Lord, for the relationship and fellowship that you have allowed me to share with you. I thank you for every moment, prayer, word, and opportunity to gain revelation and understanding concerning you. Forgive me for the times I have taken you for granted 
or moments where I've allowed my focus and discipline to slip. I choose you, Lord, and all of your benefits and denounce all ties and fellowship with the world. I have no place in the world and denounce everything that it offers. You have given me a choice, Lord, and I choose to be in covenant with you. I have crossed the line of no return, and I will not look back. Each day I am getting more and more like you and growing further and further from this world. My reality in Christ is more real than what my natural eyes behold, and I know that you are not a million miles away. You are right here with me every step of the way. I will have confidence in you, Lord, concerning every situation I face, every decision I make, and every temptation in my path. Give me an ear, Lord, to hear your instruction, eyes that will not be deceived, and a heart that will remain faithful. My life has been built on the foundation that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You died on the cross for my sins and your blood was shed for me. I exercise total faith and confidence in my belief that death was powerless to hold you in the grave and that you rose again and resurrected every dead thing. I receive your resurrection power and declare that there is no dead thing in my life. I speak life in all things pertaining to me. Even now, Lord, I pray that you will breathe life into my relationships, my home, my dreams, my career, and my calling and purpose. Let there be no cracks in my foundation and restore every bone that has been broken. I pray, Lord, that dead branches be pruned for me and my harvest bear much fruit. I offer no resistance and pray that all ungodly distractions be pruned for me, whether they are people, unhealthy relationships, environments, dead situations, ungodly influences, or anything that is not expedient for me. I distance myself right now from every dead thing and release them from my life in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that I have inherited life through your sacrifice, forgiveness for my sins through your blood, revelation through your word, and I have been empowered by your spirit. I take precious time, Lord, to fully grasp and consider what my relationship with you means. Help me to never lose sight of the fact that I have an adversary that must be fought each day. My adversary is the world and Satan who is the of this world. The world around me is not my home and each day it becomes more a reflection of Satan, its prince. I am not ignorant to Satan's devices and I understand that the world is designed for my destruction. The allurement of pleasure and the temptations that cross my eyes are for the purpose of robbing me of everything I have inherited through Christ. Every trap, every lust, and the pride that is in the world are set against me on all sides. The hope that I have is in patiently walking according to your word and staying firm to the covenant I have made with you. The world cannot strip me of my authority, but I can hand it over. I will not be deceived by what I see, hear, or how I feel. If it is not of God, then it is for my destruction. Help me, Lord, to see the spirit behind the temptation. The word tells me that Satan came to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus comes that I might have life and have it more abundantly. I rebuke and bind every influence that seeks to draw me away from you, for it is nothing more than a gateway to hell and will rob me of my eternal destiny. Father, I know you are able to do all things, and there is nothing that is impossible for you. Right now, Lord, I remember my first love, and I am prepared today to exercise faith in the light of circumstances, sacrifice my own wants and desires in order to embrace yours, stand on the word of God, even if it causes me to be peculiar. Deny my flesh and feelings regardless of the temptation and not make decisions based on what I see or think. I will forget about the past and press towards the mark. I will walk as a prophet of God, put my head up, and if anybody is there to encourage me, then I will encourage myself. I will not be ashamed to follow the examples of Christ, even in the face of persecution. To think differently in the light of the negative labels and slander I may endure. 
nor will I be afraid to take a stand in the minority, even if it seems as if the whole world is standing against me. I am willing to abstain when others are eager to participate, to speak out when my words may cause me to be ostracized, and to believe the Bible even when it is the unpopular thing to do. In other words, I am prepared to live like Jesus. I release my faith right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever situation I'm in, whatever I'm dealing with, and regardless of what odds are against me, I will be steadfast and unmovable. I am an elite company and encompassed about by a great cloud of witnesses. The words of this prayer will comfort me, build up my spirit, man, and encourage me in the way. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I rebuke, bind, and cast down Satan and his forces of darkness from any involvement, activity, or distractions in this prayer. I commission my angels to come against every thought, feeling, influence, and hindrance that is set against me. I stand in the gap for my family and friends and pursue the Lord with all of my heart. Even as I hear the words of this prayer, my body is regenerating itself. My body is preparing itself for another productive day. My body is developing according to your plan, and health is being released in all of my organs, tissue, bones, bodily systems, veins, arteries, and muscle. My brain is processing the information consistent with your word and filtering out everything that is not of you. My heart is being protected from all ungodly influences, and my innocence is being guarded. I have and will always have a sound mind that is saturated in your word. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I rebuke evil spirits from attaching to me in any way, shape, or form. They have no place, familiarity, or invitation in my life. They do not enter into my eyes, my ears, my mind, or my heart. My spirit, man, has victory over them all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I rebuke, bind, and cast down, and break all generational curses. I decree by the blood of the Lamb and the power given to me as joint heir with Jesus Christ that I will not be the victim of physical, mental, or emotional abuse, nor will I have, serve, or entertain idols or false gods. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I decree that I am not a covenant breaker, and my yea is yea and my nay is nay. I pray, Lord, that you protect me from all hurt, harm, pain, and danger, and those that mean me ill will. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I have the patience of Job, the meekness of Moses, the heart of David, the favor of Joseph, the ear of Samuel, the courage of Joshua, the wisdom of Daniel, the zeal of Peter, the love of John, the faithfulness of Abraham, and the boldness of Paul. I abide in the fruits of the Spirit all the days of my life, and even now these fruits are growing in me. Lord, help me to be a person of great faith, consistent in good deeds, and a constant encourager. I will continue to love you with all of my heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit, and to love my neighbor as myself. In the name of Jesus and the power of your blood, I pray, Lord, that you are first in everything that I do, and I have no priority greater than you all the days of my life. I am eternally connected to you and have an expectation in heaven. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I pray that my face be before the Lord always and that your angels encamp around me and deliver me. Order my steps in the word and design my days according to your will. The Lord touches my mouth and puts his words in it. Lord, I will go wherever you send me and speak whatever you give me to speak. I am not afraid of their faces because your sword protects me at all times. Father, you are my sustainer, my provider, my comforter, my guide, my strength, and most of all, my friend. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I equip myself right now with the whole armor of God that I am covered from head to toe in every aspect of my life. There should be no parts of my life that are exposed on the inside or out, but all should be covered by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, 
I put on the helmet of salvation. I have been redeemed from all traces of poverty, and I rebuke and bind a poverty spirit. You supply all of my needs, and I am blessed all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus, I speak abundant harvest in my life. My bank accounts are overflowing, and my barns are full. The blessings of the Lord overtake and pursue me all the days of my life. I speak financial security and wholeness over my family and the perfect will of God in my life. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I rebuke, bind, and curse the spirit of death. I shall not see untimely death, nor shall death have any hold over me. I shall fulfill all of my days, months, hours, years, minutes, and seconds. I have divine order in my life, and death has no grip on me. A thousand shall fall by my side, and ten thousand by my right hand, but it shall not come nigh me. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, my feet are shod with the gospel of peace. Peace rests upon me and covers my mind and heart. I have peace in the midst of storms, chaos, and confusion. Your peace comforts me in times of trial and sustains me from being weary. It surpasses all understanding, rendering logic helpless, and my faith sustains me. Father, you are an awesome God. You are not a million miles away, but right here with me each and every day. You walk with me, talk with me, and guide me every step of the way. You love me, and I rest in you, and I know that you are my God. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I have been empowered with the sword of the Spirit, and I have authority over all power of Satan. I rejoice and celebrate that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The sword of the Lord shall never depart from me, and I speak boldness into my spirit. I rebuke, bind, and cast down the spirit of fear. You have not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. When I walk through the waters, you are with me. When I go through the rivers, you help me. And when I pass through the fire, the flame does not kindle upon me. You have set your love upon me, and you protect me all the days of my life. The hedge of protection rests on me, and your fire shall be in my spirit. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, the shield of faith is an extension of my arm. My faith shall not fail me. And I trust in the Lord with all of my heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. If you said it, then I know that you will do it. You shall not withhold any good thing from me, and you are able to perform your word in my life. I fortify my faith by releasing the promises of God into my life. Every word you have spoken concerning my destiny shall be established and come to pass, and my enemies shall not prevail against me. In the name of Jesus, I pray over my marriage. I pray that my marriage will continue to be everything that the Word of God called it to be. My marriage shall be built on faithfulness, trust, loyalty, and a mutual love of God. You shall be the head of my house, at the center of everything we do, and the Word of God shall be the binding and final authority in all matters. I am God's ambassador in my house, and I shall cover my spouse all the days of my life, through my word, examples, character, and deeds. My marriage is blessed and washed in the blood and shall weather any challenges that arise against it. Our love continues to grow stronger each day as the Lord allows us to see more of him in one another. If I am single, then I confess total contentment within myself, wholeness in my life, patience to wait on God, and security in Christ. I am a person of high self-esteem and significant value to the kingdom. I will not compromise my covenant with God, nor will I allow fear to cause me to operate in the fleshly realm. I exercise complete and total control over my mind, my will, and my emotions, and I do not leave any doors open for Satan to sneak in. I understand that every relationship is not for me. Every person does not have my best interests. All that glitters isn't gold, and every sugary thing is not sweet. In the name of Jesus, I will not be distracted by counterfeits and wolves in sheep's clothing. I will not lower my biblical expectations, 
nor will I give in to the pressures of the world. I have total confidence in God and the plan that he has for my life. In the name of Jesus, I surrender my children to you, Lord, and trust you to impart me with the ability and wisdom to raise them in the fear of the Lord. I make a commitment to my children to openly receive the instruction in your word on how to raise them, love them, and properly present them before you at that day. I pray that your calling and purpose will be fulfilled in them and ask that you guide and direct me in all matters concerning them. I shall be careful to represent you before them in everything that I say or do. I commit to live holy before them and set godly examples for them to follow. I shall not be a hypocrite and I shall practice what I preach. I shall be a provider and protector for them and make whatever sacrifices are necessary to ensure them a wonderful life. I shall fight to preserve their innocence and protect them from the brainwashing of the world. My expectation in them shall come to pass, and the blessings set out in your words shall be established in them. My children shall see you in everything that I say and do. In the name of Jesus, I seal my soul to the words of this covenant, that it is the declaration of my heart, that every word be lined up with the perfect will of God, and line by line with his understanding. Let the Lord Jesus Christ be the final arbitrator of my mind and heart. And that this covenant be in all ways pleasing in the sight of God. I thank you, Lord, that you love me and that you hear me. I thank you, Lord, for a mind to share intimate fellowship with you. I thank you that these words shall be established in my heart and mind. That they shall be a part of me and guide and direct my paths at all times. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity and this second chance. I look forward to your return. And I know that nothing that I have done or sacrificed has been in vain. Thank you for this life, who I am in Christ, and for all blessings you have bestowed upon me. Amen. 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 All right. We, don't, we just want to thank you for joining us tonight. You are listening to LPJ 64 with Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing Bible Study Hour. And again, we're going to be going to be part two of Keeping the Sabbath Holy. If you were with us Monday, we had talked a lot about God's Sabbath. Yes. Talk and so we're going to be talking more about it tonight. But we just want to thank you tonight for joining us right here on LPJ. We're going to go to Mark chapter 2 and verse 27. Mark chapter 2. Okay, let me get that there. I'm going to slow tonight. That's all right. Okay. It'll be Mark chapter 2, 27. And he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Amen. That? That's the word. That's the word. I like that. And therefore, we're going to go to 28. Therefore, the Son of Man is the Lord also of the Sabbath. That's right. That's so the right. Sabbath is important. The Sabbath is what God made from the very beginning. We can go into Genesis in the Old Testament and we'll look at Exodus 16, 26. 16, 26, right there. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, in it there shall be none. Be none, none, N-O-N-E. The Sabbath none. was in the Old Testament, it's in the New Testament, and he wants us to keep that Sabbath holy. 
Because he had already made it holy. It's already been made holy. He made it. He made it holy. He blessed it. Mm -hmm. And he made it holy. And we're going to go to Exodus 16, 29. See, for the Lord hath given you the Sabbath. Therefore he given you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Abide ye every man in his place. Let no man go out of his place on the seventh Seven. day. On the seventh day. So you gathered enough on Friday to last you through the Sabbath. That's right. Mm -hmm. To last you through the Sabbath. You didn't have to do anything. It's just lay back, read the word, praise the Lord. Read the word, praise the Lord. Thank the Lord. Read the word, fellowship with the Lord. Praise him. Lift him up, build a relationship with the Lord, with Jesus. That's all you had to do. You didn't have to buy, sell, do anything. Just spend the time with Jesus Christ. That's right. So as God's blessings come to those who cooperate him, with him, God will never bless disobedience. He cannot bless them as it would be his pleasure to do. For his name is dishonored by them. His precepts lightly esteem, God's curse will rest upon them, and they will lose ten or twenty-fold more than they gain. So enjoy rest on the Sabbath. God has set aside twenty-four hours at holy time. This is his gift to help us have physical health, time to worship God, spend with our families, and help those in need. Yes. That's what it's for. That's what it's for, to, to Spend time with Jesus, with your family, uh, time at home, uh, the home that he blessed you with. Help those in need. And, and just read that word and fellowship, get to know Jesus, get to know who your creator is. Amen. Get to know what he's done for you, how he's blessed you, how he's given you, how, where he's brought you from. Where he brought you from. You know. You can praise him and thank him for that. That's right. And to do this, we must determine to stop our own activities. So if you are still working on the Sabbath, plead earnestly with God for the faith to stop working and to trust him, and he will provide for your family's needs. Remember that this commandment is part of God's most important Ten Commandments. It's important to him, and since he made the world, he can take care of you. Amen. He can feed that little bird that flies in the air. That's right, that little and sparrow. Take, and take care of him, that little sparrow. He can take care of you. You're, you're nothing for him to take care of. <clears throat> That's right. And when Friday night approaches and sundown is near, Adults and children will be able to greet the Sabbath with tranquility of mind, with all preparation finished, and with the home in readiness to spend the next 24 hours with God and with one another. Amen. So it's, it's so important. Amen to that. That is very important. And sadly, our problem is that some of us cannot sit down, <laughs> while others don't know how to sit down and enjoy the presence of Jesus, like Mary did. 
The cause of Christ means careful, energetic worker. There is a wide field for the Marthas with their zeal and activity religious work. But let them first sit with Mary at the feet of Jesus. Let diligence, promptness, and energy be sanctified by the grace of Christ. Then the life will be an uncomfortable power for good. In other words, he wants to sit at he wants to sit at his feet. Yeah, yeah. And learn about him. Can't sit at his feet now. You're not going to be sitting at his feet in heaven. If you're confused about what day is standing now, you're going to be confused in heaven. Then you're not going to be there. Because if you're confused now about what day to worship on. Uh, you can't be in heaven and be confused. There's not going to be no confusion uh, uh, in heaven. There's not going to be no interruption in heaven. It's going to be together or, or you're not going to be there. We're going to all be on the same accord there. We're not going. Amen. We're not going. We're going to be on the same accord there. We're not going to make it. That's right. And we're going to go to uh, John chapter 14 and verse 26. We're going to go in the Bible. John. Okay. John 14, 6. Mm -hmm. oh, wait, 14, down there. Yeah. Verse 26. For people who don't have the true love of Jesus in their hearts, sitting at his feet to study God's word, he tells us we need to do that. John chapter 14 and 26. So sadly, many just wanted a quick five-minute reading of so, a so-called devotional book. <laughs> well, that, yeah. That's true. Yeah. But if we really want to experience the gospel and be transformed, then we need to listen to the Holy Spirit who is keep on prompting us to sit still and be soaked with the word of God. And we're going to find that in uh, John chapter 14 and verse 26. All right. John, John 14. 14, verse 26. 26. Okay, I probably made this. You must be a little slow tonight. 26. That's all right. But the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father was sent in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Bring all things to your remembrance that he right. said, he has said to you. All things. All things. And he's not going to leave out anything. He's going to bring everything to you. And we got to be still and listen to the Holy Spirit when they tell us to be still in his word and know that I'm God. That's right. Be still so he, he shall teach you all, all things and bring all things to your remembrance. All things. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So you know, keep still, be still, be quiet mm -hmm. so you can be taught. Exactly. We got to remember that in his word. We're going to go to Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 21. Isaiah chapter 30. Yeah. 
choose that day is the mark of the beast. We'll talk more about that we'll too. We'll talk more about that, yeah. And we want to say, no, this is the day mm -hmm. that we're supposed to worship. Oh, well, we're getting into saying more about Rome and the Catholic. The Catholic changed that day. We'll get into that too. We'll get into a lot of things. Uh, and if doing, you continue to uh, listen, we'll yeah. be studying about a lot more and we can explain it to you in His Word. Not what we say, no. but what the Word of God is talking no. about. You got to understand. Even if we read it out the word, if you don't have an open mind that the Holy Spirit speak to you, you're still true. going to debate with the word. It's like so, you have to have an open mind about his true Sabbath. Yeah. That's what we got to understand. Just like Adam and Eve, when he told them not to eat of the one tree. Well, he also telling us you need to worship on the one day, which he made holy. It's all in the word. It's yes. all in Genesis. And if we want to debate with and the Bible. the New Testament is all over the Bible. And if we want to debate with the Bible and say, well, this is what we've been doing. This is what we've been doing for years. This is, this what, is, uh, this is a tradition. This yeah. is our custom. Right. We want And we want to do that and debate with the word and not read the word and understand God's word. And okay, so be it. I, I'm not going to get upset with you. And, uh, do that, but the time is coming when uh, we're going to have to stand on truth. We're going to stand on truth or stand on lie. And, uh, and he tells us in his world, worship that the true worship will come when they will worship me in spirit and in truth. Well, that's going to be the time come when you say, Oh, that those old people that ever just obey the law. They know the true day to worship. Sunday is the day. That's why they're suffering. That's why they're, this is happening to them because they they know the real day. Because they're going to eventually change the calendar. They're going to eventually change the calendar and switch the days around. Saturday was Sunday and Sunday was Saturday. They're going to eventually change the whole thing. And then you're going to definitely say, I told you. I told you. And the new people just them hypocrites or what you want to call uh, they just do right. But you know that's the way it's going to be against God's people. It's in the Word. Can't change God's Word. It's right there in God's Word. You got to stand for something or you're going to stand for nothing. And that's why we got to study now. Study now is what we need to do. Also on the Friday, let the preparation for the Sabbath be completed. See that all the clothing is ready and all the cooking is done. See, our God is a God of mercy. And the spirit, spirit of prophecy says, regardless of the testimony, nothing is ignored, nothing is cast aside, but time and place must be considered. That's what we got to remember. God is merciful. He gives us time to understand His Word. He gives us time to be obedient unto His Word. He's merciful because He said He He only holds you responsible for what? What for, you know. For what you know. If you never heard it, then He don't hold you responsible for it. If you never know anything about it, then He don't hold you responsible. But once you hear it, then you're going to be held responsible for what that you know. 
Exactly, because whatever path God chooses for us, whatever way he ordains for our feet, that is the only path of safety. So let each one consider how the instruction they apply in our own situation. We're going to take a break and we'll be back, we'll be back for more Bible study and learning how to keep God's Sabbath right here on LPJ. 64 with Mr. and Mrs. Sweetland.
Amen. He brought me out of Egypt. He brought Amen. me out of Egypt. I like that. Praise he, the Lord. Brought me out of Babylon. Brought me out of Egypt. Now he, he sure did. He brought us out of Egypt and we want to go back. That's a shame. That's right. Prepare food before sundown on Friday. You are listening to LPJ 64 with Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing Bible Study Hour. And we're talking about keeping the Sabbath holy. If you have just joined us, we thank you for joining us. And may you enjoy this wonderful Bible study hour. We're going to Exodus 16, verse 23. And he said to them, the Lord has said, Tomorrow is a solemn rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake and boil what you will bake and boil today. And all that remains over, put aside for you to keep until morning. Verse 24. They laid it aside till morning, as Moses told them, and it did not become foul, neither was it warming. Now, I'm going to look at verse 28, because this is what we do. 28, all right. The Lord said to Moses, how long do you people refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? How long? Hmm. How long? So the Lord is no less particular now in regards to his Sabbath than when he gave the foregoing special direction to the children of Israel. We gotta remember that. He gave it to Israel and he said, This is a sign between me and you and to all your generations. Now I I, I know what in some some people well we're not Israel. Spiritual Israel. <laughs> But that's what some people are thinking right now. We're, we're not Israel. We're not, we're not Israel. He still required us to bake that which they would bake and boil back in those days. That which was seek on the sixth day preparatory to the rest of the Sabbath. For those who neglect to prepare for the Sabbath on the sixth day and who would cook food on the seventh, Sabbath day violate the fourth commandment and are transgressors of God's law. Now he said that in his word, and all who are, who are really anxious to observe the Sabbath according to the commandments will not cook any food on the Sabbath. Now what I don't understand, for those that even think that Sunday is the Sabbath, they still cook. Yes, absolutely. They don't even take that day home. They, they, go, they go to church for half a day and they go out to eat or they come home and cook. So, so still, even if you thought that Sunday was the Sabbath, you do not keep it as the Sabbath. All right, all right. Do not keep it as the Sabbath. And see, and on Friday, let the preparation for the Sabbath be completed. See that all clothing, like you said, is in readiness and that all cooking is done. Oh, here, you got to hit 29. I, 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 I love that. 29. 29. See, the Lord has given you the Sabbath. Therefore, he gives you on the sixth day the bread for two days. Let every man remain in his place and let no man leave his place on the seventh day. All right. Amen. The word, I love it. That's the word. That is the word. Stand on it. Believe it. Walk on it. Keep it. Amen. And if we truly love God, let us prepare our body and mind 
to welcome the Sabbath as sacred time when it comes. That way you will be free to enjoy all the other good things. All the other good things God wants you to experience. That is a very special gift from God to us. And the Holy Spirit is God's gift to help us keep the Sabbath holy and receive all of His benefits. That's what we gotta understand. Let's, uh, let's prepare simple diet for the Sabbath. The Sabbath of the Lord is the day of rest from labor, and the diet upon that day shall be more simple and partaking of in less quantities than upon the six laboring days, because they do not have that exercise from the Sabbath that they have upon the other days of the week. So by partaking four meals, as on the six laboring days, their minds will be clouded. They are stupid and often drowsy. Some of us suffer with headaches. Such have no truly devotional feelings upon the Sabbath. And the blessing resting upon the Sabbath does not prove a blessing to them. But we also got to make right with everyone before Sabbath comes. There is another work that should receive attention on the preparation day. On this day, all differences between brethren, whether in family or in church, should be put away. Let all bitterness and wrath and malice be expelled from the soul. In a humble spirit, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. And that's in James 5. 16. Here are some simple ideas you can do to completely enjoy rest and experience complete freedom from slavery of the world and to receive God's blessing on His Holy Sabbath. For one, you need to avoid washing dishes if possible. We could we would charge all not to wash the dishes on the Sabbath if this can possibly be avoided. Because again, it is not consistent or proper that the dishes should be left unwashed until the close of the Sabbath. Two, we need to avoid traveling on the Sabbath. If we desire the blessing promised to the obedient, we must observe the Sabbath more strictly. In harmony with the light which the Lord has given in regards to the observance of the Sabbath, we should be more careful about traveling on boats or cars on this day. In these matters, we should set a right example for our children and the youth in order to reach the churches that need our help and to give them the message that God desires them to hear. It may be necessary for us to travel on the Sabbath, but so far as possible, we should secure our tickets and make all necessary arrangements on some other day, if possible. So when starting on a journey, we should make every possible effort to plan so as to avoid reaching our destination on the Sabbath. Yep, that's amen. The word again, I tell you, nothing like the word. The word of God. And like you said, exactly, unnecessary traveling is done 
on the Sabbath with many other things which might be left undone. So in other words, take heed, say the Lord, to all thy ways, lest I remove my Holy Spirit because of the lack regard given to my precepts. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Bear in mind the charge to remember. He said, remember. Remember, that's the only commandment that he said. Remember. If you see the Ten Commandments, there's no other commandment on there that, he, that it says remember, but the Sabbath. He said, remember my day and keep it holy. Remember. And you see that we're not doing that. And you see all the things that's happening in the world today mm -hmm. because we fail to do what God has asked of us. And that is to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Well, not only doing that, not doing that, we have taken God out of everything. Yes. We're taking him out of the schools. We're taking him out of the homes. We're taking him out of the courts. We're taking him out of everything. And as you see, we have made room for the enemy to work. And he's doing just that. You gotta yes. also remember that we remember the holidays, but we definitely don't remember the Sabbath. We mm -hmm. remember Juneteenth, we remember Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthdays, as we said, we remember everything but to honor God on his holy day. We can celebrate all holidays, but we cannot celebrate, remember. The Creator. That's right. We can't celebrate, remember what? The Sabbath and keep it holy. We cannot remember that. We can fight about it. We can honor uh, about what day is the Sabbath. But we can't come together and celebrate the Sabbath. But we can celebrate birthdays, holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, right. uh, uh, and all other holidays. But we got a problem when we come to that day uh, that the Lord has sanctified and, and, made, holy. and made holy. But we can, we don't have to argue about that and disagree about that. And as we can see, the world is in a heck of a shape. Because we will not do what God has asked us to do as his creatures. Remember that day and keep it holy. And we said that, and that is true. He yes. said, do not carelessly forget. Six days should I labor and do all my work. In this time, all the duties necessary to prepare for the Sabbath are to be done. Yes. And yeah. you don't be doing all that when you have your company. You be prepared for your company before they get back. Yes. You know, your birthday comes. You spend three days preparing for your birthday. Yeah. You spend a week preparing for your anniversary. You spend hours preparing for vacation. You spend not hours, but a year. Exactly. You spend a year preparing for your next year's vacation. Because God asks you to spend one day and you have a problem with that one day debating on what is the right day. It's a shame. God is frowning on us. He has realized that he has created some creatures that is just unreal. You're so, right about that. So it's a shame. It's really a shame. So I stand on what I believe and I know that will be a day that will be a price that I have to pay, but that's all right. I have 
and a home to go to to live in for eternity, that this will not exist ever again, that God will eliminate this, this forever. Sin will be done away with, done away with for eternity, forever. It will never, never come about again. Now we know there's time we cannot avoid traveling. But they tell us to don't keep company with those who will draw attention to worldly things. But we should keep our minds stayed upon God and commune with Him. We should always be ready to relieve suffering and to help those in need. So in such cases, God desires that the knowledge and wisdom He has given us shall be put to use. But we should not talk about matters of business or engage in any common worldly conversation. At all times and at all places, God requires us to prove our loyalty to Him by honoring the Sabbath. And we can do that. Uh, we, we can do it when it comes to ourselves. Our we, exactly. we can tell somebody, man, I want to hear that. This is my birthday. I'm celebrating it. I want to hear that. Don't bring yeah. that. I'm bringing it up. It's in, all about you. Yeah, I'm bringing it <laughs> up in here today because this is my birthday. I'm celebrating it. I want to hear that. Uh, oh, oh, don't bring that today because this is me and my wife's anniversary. So I want it. We can do that when it comes to self. That's why God tells us to bury the old man every day. That's, every day. That's right. That's right. We got to choose God over our property. So we gotta remember we transgress in a small matter and look upon it as no particular sin or on our part and the conscience become hardened, the sensibilities blunted until we go still further and perform quite an amount of labor and still flatter ourselves that we are Sabbath keeping when according to Christ's standard we are breaking every one of God's holy precepts. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 6 and verse 21. 26 verse 21 Matthew. We're going to start with 20. 20, okay. But gather and heap up and store for yourself treasures in heaven. When neither moth nor rust nor worm consume and destroy, where thieves do not break. Matthew, are you there? Matthew twenty what? Matthew six oh, and verse twenty one. I'm way out. Six on. and verse twenty one. Okay. Twenty one starting twenty. All right, I was way off there. You got me. Okay, twenty. There we go. So gather and heap up and store yourself treasures in heaven. But neither moth nor rust nor warm consume and destroy, and where thieves do not break through and steal. Okay, let's just talk about that. So let me go to 21, okay, and then we can 20. unpack okay. it. Okay, all right, let's deal with unpack it. Then. For where your treasures is, there will your heart be also. Okay, there we go. Let's talk about that right there. See, store up your treasures in, in, in heaven and not here on earth. And so many of, of us, we work to store our treasures up right here. That's what we work 
to get big jobs, to make big money, to buy big houses, to buy big cars, to buy big clothes, shoes, and have big bank accounts. And we have we got it going on. And we have nothing showing up for heaven. That's right. And we forget we have nothing but this on earth. We have nothing stored up in the kingdom. We forget all about God. We forget about our souls. We forget about everything that really means anything. Matter of fact, we even forget about our kids. We forget about our home life, our wives, our kids. Making more money, right. traveling, vacation, all of that. That all of that just goes to pieces. Mm-hmm. Our kids are liking love, our wives are liking love, our homes are liking everything. We don't have God in our home. We're so busy working that our kids take care of themselves. Yeah. You know? So we're storing all our treasures up in our money and our jobs and our automobiles and our clothes and our vacation. No, in other are, words, what you're saying is we are so attached to our earthly things. Right. That we have no treasure treasures of heaven at all. We're not trying to build anything there. Mm-hmm. Because you're not building in Jesus, you're building in earthly things. Mm-hmm. Alright. Let's go. And so as this is God's holy day, let us observe quietness. Boisterous noise and contention should not be allowed any day of the week. But on Sabbath, all should observe quietness. No loud tone commands should be heard at any time. But on Sabbath, it is entirely out of place. This is God's holy day, the day he has set apart to commemorate his greater works, a day he has sanctified and hallowed. Right. That's where we go again. We're so busy building earthly treasures that we don't even have time for God's Sabbath day. We go to church so people can see what we have accomplished on this earth, so they can see my big automobile, so they can see that I put this amount of money in church. My tithes is bigger than this person's tithes. How well I dress, how well I speak, so they'll know where I work. I can be praised to be a big time giver. But see, all our treasures are built around this earth. We don't even please God with our money. Right. You know, reminding the lady in the Bible that went into the into the city and it was given the money for tithes and she had two pennies. She walked up to the basket and brought them in. And the Lord told the disciples, he said, did you see that? She that means, all she had those two yeah. She said that means more than all the money that was given here today. Because mm-hmm. she gave all she had and she gave it from her heart. Amen. That meant more than God. All the money that was given, and that's the way he feels today. So if you got a big job and give me a big time, you better be giving it from the heart because it means nothing to God. It's not making no room for you with God. 
Amen. So, well, we got to remember also, let us take care and educate our children to observe quietness in the church. The house of God is desecrated and is saddened by, by saddened believers' children. They run about the house, they play, they talk, and manifest their evil tempers in very meetings when the saints have met together to glorify God and to worship Him in the beauty of holiness. Above everything, take care of your children upon the Sabbath. Do not let them violate it, for you may just as well violate it yourself as to let your children do it. Well, when you are violating it, how can you teach your kids not to violate it? Well, if they don't sit down at home and quiet at home, when they when don't have the Sabbath, they're not going to sit down on the Sabbath. Well, I you gotta, I'm, they gotta I'm be saying home. when you're not keeping the right day yourself, you're That's violating right. it. So how can you teach your kids not to violate it? You've got to keep the right day yourself in order to teach your kids not to violate it. Because he ought, as we, like you said, when you suffer your children to play upon the Sabbath, God looks upon you as a commandment break. There you go. So you've got to read and study God's word and ask God to show you what am I doing wrong? Am I doing the right thing? Am I keeping the right day? Am I keeping the day that you you chose and blessed and blessed it and made it holy in order for me to teach my kids the right thing? Or I'm doing what the world is doing. Am I following the trend of my um, family? You know, are you asking God to show you to do, to show you to do the right thing? Or are you just going along with the program? See, we were going along with the program because this is what my mother did, my mother's mother did, my dad, dad did. That's tradition. You, yeah, you haven't been in researching the words yourself to find out if it's the right thing to do. Is that this is what we always did. It's went from the first generation down to the fifth generation. This is the right thing to do. Well, is it? Right. We're going to be held accountable for misleading our children. Amen. And we, we got to remember that we have to take and study the word so we know the truth. We just want to thank you tonight for joining us at LPJ 64 for Bible Study Hour. And we'll come back with closing prayer and we'll give you our email address. Right now, we want you to keep it locked in on LPJ 64 for Mr. and Mrs. Sweetbank Bible Study Hour.
All right. God This is God. Good to to Rocco study with Mr. Make Sweet Thing. It's been another great night. I tell you, when it comes to God's word, we and, need it every day. And we need it every day, and it's nothing better. Never feel that God doesn't care. You're never too bad off for God. Amen. He comes to you when you're at your worst. And, and he will keep you. He will protect you. Yes. And he will love you no matter what you have done. And no matter where you're at in life, God is with you. Never let no one tell you you're too bad off for God. Because he wants you at your worst so he can build you up. Amen, because he tells you to seek first his kingdom and all of his righteousness, and he will add everything unto you. Unto you. Church, God's church is full sick, not the well. Right. He's had his houses full of those that are in the need of being, being brought back to life, not those that's already. that want eternal life and you want life eternal you need Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ so we just want to thank you for joining us tonight right here on LPJ 64 the Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing Bible Study Hour if you have Bible questions or if you need a prayer you can email us at robtgina50 at gmail.com so if you have any more comments, otherwise, we have closing prayer. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we just want to always thank you for the time you have given us once again to study your word, to look to you, Jesus, you the author and the finisher of our faith. May we continue studying in your word each and every day that you have given us. And tonight, Lord, we just want you to bless those that are hearers and, and bless those that truly want to seek your face. And we also want to thank you, Lord, for giving us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that we too may do your will, that we may continue to remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. And Lord, we ask you tonight to forgive us of our sins, forgive us of anything that we said or done or thought, or even the times that we did not keep your Sabbath. We just thank you for your grace, your mercy, and keeps us. And Lord, we ask you to be with us again Friday as we come back and teach the gospel and tell those about your word that they may too read your word and look to you, Lord, for the truth. As we give you all the praise and the honor and the glory we ask you, Lord, to encamp your angel around us as we rest tonight. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. And may the windows of heaven open and pour upon you a bundle of blessings. Uh, may God bless you. And thanks again for coming out with us tonight and study God's word. And we just enjoyed your coming. And we, have, we want you to have a blessed night. So good night.